And welcome back to another episode of Geeks and Trains. It's me, your boy Eli. It's me, Joe. I'm a bit of a throat thing, but I'm still here. Uh, but yeah, guys, we're here to talk about The Flash, the long-awaited 10-year developed movie, I guess is what we're going to call it. Well, I mean, yeah, the, the Flash movie has been in a uh, sort of a development hell for like, it's yeah, I think you said like 10 years. Yeah. In, in the time the Flash movie has been in development, we had a Flash TV show start and end, right? Yeah. That's that's how long That's how long it is. How long we've gotten the theatrical version of the Flash, right? Mm-hmm. So it is uh it's been a long time coming and uh I will say this, it is a it's a movie, you know? It is definitely a movie. I think we both went in with low expectations and came out being Huh. I don't know how to feel about that. Because there, there was a lot of things I'm like, yeah, that could work. And then there's also a lot of things I'm like, why is it in here? Why are we doing this? This feels so weird and wrong in so many ways. The specific scenes that made me go like, uh, why? Why? A, a little bit of the Josh Whedon jokes are in there. I don't know if he had a hand in this. But, man, did this go through some shit. You can tell there was a lot of rewrites. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. There's the. It does feel like this movie has gone through various stages of being stuff, uh, but you know, the sort of the general, I think synopsis. In case you haven't seen trailers or anything, is that yeah, Barry decides to go back in time to uh, save his mom. You know. Yeah. Because his mom died, and uh, his father was more or less framed for it. They don't know who the killer was. Yeah. And, yeah, he goes back in time to, you know, to fix it. And he sort of, uh, you know, returns and is like, oh, wait, things aren't the way they are anymore. Kind of yeah. thing. So he has to have his younger self, you know, and various other uh, people help him out, try to, like, you know, fix the timeline, get things back to normal, you know, that sort of time travel shenanigans Mm -hmm. and for the most part i think the movie i think has those sort of like uh emotional beats that they're really sort of like like okay yeah like okay here's the movie has like a through line it has like a message a moral not why i'd say moral but it has like this sort of right yeah it has this like uh dilemma that the character has to go through and this, it's at the center of it, but I don't think it's utilized very well, right? It's there's there's not enough in there for me to go be as interested in it as I would like to be, right? And so and there's not much for me to really go with. If uh, I'm making any sense. There's a lot of like elements that I th- I think what you're trying to say. There's a lot of elements that are like yeah could have been expanded upon yeah could have been uh, a bit more focused on but there's other stuff that it's like okay but why are we doing it like this why right? are we deciding to go about it in this form of way right that's 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 uh, that's a very good point it's 
it's interesting, man. I, don't, I, 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 I think it's best that we just give our thoughts on it and then go from there. Uh, the way we usually do it for you guys who are new, uh, we give like a minute of our thoughts on the film and then we, uh, both go further into the discussions. So Joey, why don't you start us off with your thoughts, uh, starting now. So the flash, like I said, is a very interesting movie. Uh, it tries to hit a lot of these emotional moments and sometimes they work, but there are moments where like it doesn't work. There's certain uh, jokes that land, some don't. Uh, obviously, I think one of the big issues that have been floating around is the CG. And yeah, it, it is a little funky and weird. Sometimes I can kind of maybe get it. Other times it's just, no, that just looks bad. That's just, you're coping. Um, but overall, there's a lot of uh, interesting plot elements that seem to like we want to be done, but aren't executed properly. And other things that are like, Okay, that actually has a bit of emotion to it. But overall, The Flash is just a very uh, jumbled mess, but it's at least coherent enough that you can kind of understand where they wanted this story to go, you know? Yeah, um, perfectly timed. Um, enough for my turn. I The Flash is a movie that you have to go in remembering there was a lot of things going on around it, and... You have to separate that from what the film is because the film, you know, in of itself, I feel, is trying to capture that feel of the original comic. But it, it the development was so much going on with it that it didn't really reach the heights that it wanted. There's a lot of things that, you know, start off as a good idea but never really fully materialize. And it's not really executed well because of it and it makes the movie a little worse in my opinion uh the action scenes are all right but they could have been a lot more interesting the characters i feel are just all right there's nothing really for me to latch on to a movie that was based on a comic where barry wanted to save his mom should feel very emotional but i felt like there was barely much of an emotion in there and i guess that's that's my thought um Obviously, the first thing we're going to say about the movies that we're taking the equation of what, what Ezra Miller has done out, hence why I stated that earlier, because um, that would be unfair to most of the people that worked on this film. Um, but yes, Ezra Miller is kind of a questionable person at this, at, at this point. They have done some stuff that I do not agree with, and the fact that we have allowed this movie to continue this, you know, that's a different discussion all around. But we're just going to be here talking about the movie itself. And I feel like the movie itself, even if we didn't knew, know about all the stuff that he did, I feel like still wouldn't, it, like, it, it doesn't help its chances of it being, like, good or bad. Yeah, uh, Ezra uh, was involved in a lot of various controversies, like, before uh, the release of The Flash. You can probably just look up a bunch of those things. And, yeah, it is kind of... Uh, um, it sucks. Cons yeah, consensus that it it sucks that uh, he pretty much faced little to no consequences for um, these actions, and uh, seeks to benefit quite a bit for this movie, which I'm gonna assume is gonna make quite a bit of money because oh, it's actually tracking below. Hmm. But yeah, you know, um, it's a whole conversation. There's probably there's 
bunch of videos discussing his various uh, adventures, I would say. Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's... You know, it's out there. You can make your own opinions about it. Um, but overall, it's just a very uh, not good situation. And, you know, I don't know how... Yeah, Warner Bros. hasn't really uh, handled it in the best ways. No, they have not. Uh, but to to the movie's credit, um, they at least try to make Barry an interesting character. They try. Even though I feel like some of the Josh Sweden and isms that was attached to him from like the first Justice League, because this is following the first Justice League movie, Josh Sweden's Justice League, right? Mm-hmm. Not Snyder Cut, which obviously that would make sense because there, there's no way you can connect the two, right? Um, so you're gonna get a little bit of that. So that if you didn't like that that kind of flash, you're gonna get a little bit of him. It it, it goes away real quick. I'll say that, but there is a bit of that in there. Uh, yeah, um, it is kind of interesting seeing, uh, Barry, the two Barrys interact, because one is, yeah, younger, a bit more immature, and definitely a bit obnoxious, and even Barry himself acknowledges, like, wow, that's how it is on the other side, okay, <laughs> you know? Wow, I'm, I'm, I'm changing my life. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, that's sort of a, that's an interesting dynamic of just sort of, like, Barry essentially kind of having to be his own mentor. Yeah, which... With, again, it goes to what we were saying, right? Great, good ideas, but like not executed so well, um, because while he's teaching him, there's not enough moments for him to be like, "Hey, you know, you gotta listen to me, man. I'm, I've been through this shit. I've been through it. I know how to help. I know. I know. I know how to go. You know, this. Try, listen to what I say, because it's gonna help you in the long run. But that's not what uh, happens often, which I feel is very, you know, underutilized. In my opinion, I don't know about you. Um, I mean, I think that's kind of the point is that yeah, this Barry is young and rash and immature, and you know, um, yeah, because young Barry is doing all these things, and yeah, you know, our Barry is very much like having to like try to rein him in, and like they do have a bit of talk and discussion, like, hey, take this seriously, man. This is some potentially world-ending stuff. It's like, yeah, well, you know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, he's very lax and stuff. And, you know, it's an interesting dynamic. Um, and I think it's, it's supposed to, I feel like, um, show, like, okay, uh, for Barry, like, all right, this is, like, someone who hasn't been dealt the hand I've been dealt. I need to yeah, sort of. He's know, not He's not ready. Yeah. He's, 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 in a way, he romanticizes the, the idea of what being a superhero kind of is, compared to, like, what it's supposed to, what it really is, right? Because, uh-huh. like, there are moments where he's like, oh, I've got powers, I can do this. And I was like, and, and our Barry's like, no, we, we can't do everything, dude. We can only do so much. We can do the best we can. And, you know, that's, uh, that's, sh- I feel like that should be an interesting discussion to have in the movie, but, yeah, it's a little too late in my opinion, if you know what I'm saying. If you've seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you yeah, know, this is, this movie is very secretly, um, uh, inspired by the Flashman comic. I wouldn't say secretly. I, no, it's not. And we've, we've had this discussion before, mm-hmm. uh, off, off, uh, Mike, 
where it feels weird that we had to do our first Flash movie, you know, our first introduction to him on the silver screen for millions to watch that aren't watching the television show. And we're doing Flashpoint, which is like a movie that's all about already having an established universe and, you know, the changes it can have from time travel. Like, Flashpoint isn't an old story. It's from like 2010. Mm-hmm. It is not that old. It is, it it just barely hit 20, dude. No, yeah, it'll barely hit 10. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, no, it's it's not an old story. It's it's fairly still kind of like newish, and even the creators still doing stuff like that around. So it, I find it very interesting that they decided to go about that route with with making the that our first Flash movie. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I I know the the reasons probably. Yeah, no, there's definitely a big reason why flashpoint well why this flash movie is basically uh, a loose adaptation of the flashpoint comic and it's i mean it's you know it's because of all the sh- you know all the shenanigans uh, involving dc with their movies over the past couple years you know like i mean i there's definitely i think part of me that feels like there was when the flash movie was first getting like you know written written and all that stuff that hey you know like we want to do this sort of certain story with the flash you know this and that uh but then you know things sort of change at warner brothers uh and dc you know just all these different studio heads and this and that and then uh you know like the original idea for the dcu not really panning out as well as people wanted it to so it just kind of lets out you know what we need to you know, we need a reset. We need to restart uh, our our DC movie franchise. And you know, uh, for Warner Brothers, they were like, "All right, how do we do that?" Well, well, we'll just use the Flash because there's a very popular story. It's probably his most well known story. Of it doesn't uh, involve him dying. Well, yeah, <coughs> where you know he goes back in time and just yeah. causes a whole universal reset on accident, kind of. Um. And, yeah, that's sort of, like, the idea here. That, you know, um, it's very loosely based on those events and that, you know, he has to go through all these sort of nonsense. And, you know, it's... I mean, it's fine that that is the way you're going with it, but it's kind of like how Batman v Superman uses the whole Death of Superman storyline... Yeah, yeah, that's a really good comparison, actually. Because it it feels like, really, our second appearance with Superman, he has to do, we have to do the whole Death of Superman thing, where he dies, Doomsday. Like, you kind of get, I I, I get the idea behind it, is that, I'm assuming people were just like, why do we need a Justice League when Superman can do everything, kind of thing, right? Yeah. And it's like, oh, what if... Uh, the the reason we have a Justice League is because Superman dies, and then the rest of the heroes, like Batman stuff, has to group together because now there's a new threat, and now we don't have a Superman to deal with it. So we need to get all the rest of the heroes to join up and fight that new threat. Which is such pull that, like, I've always had a problem with them, like using 
the death of Superman so early because it's it, that is a that is a that is a thing that you know, that is a storyline that you know kind of needs the weight it deserves, right? It, it needs time to cook. You can't just throw it out there, right? Like you need time to develop this Superman who's like this is his second outing, right? Not really his second movie, his second outing, right? You haven't really developed, you know, his his love for for the world. You know he's willing to save it, but you don't develop his his caring for it. Therefore, making like a lot of the stuff that ha- happens in the movie kind of like useless. Because like one of the great things about seeing him fight for, because he lo- you know he wants to protect the people, he loves the people. You know, obviously he loves Lois. So that's already there. You don't need to ex- explore that. You gotta need to more explore his you know fascination with the world. And granted, you could say he has that with the conversations with he has with his, with Ma and Ghostpaw. But like it never really like feels like we we reached that echelon, right? It never feels like we, we we made it to that point, to where the death was justified, and it really bothered me when I when they did that, especially like it's like man, you know what would have been cool to see like the rest of the leaguers, you know, be a part of this, and there's ways you could have written around like establishing a Justice League, and it's kind of similar in this where, like, it's it's only shades of Flashpoint. Because, like, a lot of... Because, like, the, the whole point of Flashpoint is that, you know, Barry saves his mom from dying. He saves his family. And there's, like, a consequence to it, right? Here, it feels like we barely even hit the consequences. It, it just became, like, a... I guess the best example would be the stuff that happens in Back to the Future 2. <laughs> right? When, like, Marty comes back and, like, everything's changed. But, like... You, unlike where in Back to the Future 2, where you feel like the weight of, like, oh shit, shit's changed, right? Biff's in charge. Here it's like, oh well, just certain people aren't here. That's just it. Yeah, I mean, the whole crux is that there are no metahumans, basically, yeah. in, in this reality that uh, Barry has accidentally made. And, uh, you know, um,. Huge stretch shows up and there's no one really to stop it. So now Barry has to find some way to fix that. And, you know, it is... No, I mean, yeah, like the original Flashpoint comic just has like this sort of like... Not just... um, y- You know, like things have changed, but like for the worst. Like people's lives are all sorts of... Yeah, no, because uh, in... You know, the Flashpoint universe basically is like, yeah, everything is, yeah, like, it's kind of like this thing of like, yeah, Barry saving mo- uh, his mom's life essentially just creates a worse world. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where, you know, the Amazons and the Atlanteans are at war, causing potentially, like, for humanity to get caught in the crossfires. Superman is, uh, was found by the government he's been tested on he's not the superman that we know well uh the most famous part of the flashpoint comics in my opinion where instead of bruce's parents dying bruce dies and then his dad becomes batman while his mom traumatized by what happened to his son to her son becomes the joker which i you know that's just one of those like things that are like oh yeah that's freaking cool that's such a cool concept right um and yeah, like you know, this movie doesn't really have a lot of that stuff. No, but, it doesn't. You know, really, it's only just 
yeah, there's no just there's just no superheroes in this universe anymore, except for maybe you know Michael Keaton's Batman. Um, but yeah, there's no one really to stop this new threat showing up. And now Barry realizes, well, shit. Yeah, that's that's on me, I guess. Yeah. When yeah, I do agree. I think with there's there could have been more like just crazy like changes. Yeah. Or like just like oh. Yeah, my mom's alive, but now straight up, it's like a, it's almost a near dystopia kind of thing, right? Yeah. It, I mean, and I get why it's supposed to be like that. It's supposed to like lead you in, like, oh, everything's fine. So you find out the big twist, like, oh, these people aren't around. Oh, what are we gonna do? Kind of shit, right? Yeah. But it always felt kind of like, eh, it's 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 not as cool as it you trying to make it out to be. Um. Uh, but aside from that, you know, we have, obviously we got, like, Michael Keaton back as Batman. And I don't know how do you, how'd you feel about that, Michael Keaton being back. I thought it was alright. I mean, seeing Michael Keaton back as Batman was kind of, is, is just, was neat. Although I feel like, I don't know, just kind of interesting to see how, how uh, his career has been for the most part. Like, obviously, like, he had Birdman, which is kind of just an allegory of his time playing Batman. <laughs> and then we get to him as the Vulture in the yeah. MCU. Which again, you know. Which I feel like he had... I don't know. It, it, I felt... I don't know. It just feels like... I guess for me, as much as cool as it is seeing Michael Keaton back as like that old version of Batman. Um, on the whole, it just kind of just seems like... Or like It just seems like alright. Like... You would think it'd be more hype than it than it is, but it, it kind of just like, oh yeah, okay. He just says the he just says the lines. He just says a couple of like n- notable lines from the old movie, and it's like, yeah, eh, all right, yeah, that, that's neat, I guess. It's it's funny because I remember people, you know, comparing it to No Way Home, right? Because I think it's the obvious comparison they're gonna make, right? Where you know we got Toby and Andrew back, and. While I love Michael Keaton as Batman, he was like, you know, he was my first Batman uh, in film. And I love him for it. Um, just just him being kind of okay in the movie is kind of the sad part, I would say. Right? Because mm-hmm. like, I, I, he doesn't have much to, to work with or is that much. It's not, it's not that he's not in it much, but he's just kind of like, like okay-ish. Right? Whereas like so someone like Toby and Andrew... They had a role to play, right? Like, Toby was kind of, like, the mentor and, like, the one, like, looking after all of them. And, like, it was, in a way, kind of like Andrew's, like, you know, last uh, last time as Spider-Man and giving it kind of his all. You know, him being kind of like the, some of the more emotional moments in the movie. And, like, that scene with all three of them together, it's, like, it feels like, you know, like a, a natural scene between these three characters. Well, this one feels like it's kind of like, oh, you're not my Bruce. You're, you're old. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I, I, I guess it's all right. Uh, they do have a good moment, but that's mostly just it, in my opinion. Uh, it, it, it just feels kind of sad, in my opinion. It's like, it's kind of like, oh, uh, he's kind of, he's kind of here, you know? What do you want to know? What do you think? Yeah, no, I I think I understand where you're coming from. I was I 
honestly was more of just when it comes to I guess the comparisons of I guess No Way Home to this movie. When it comes to at least Batman, um, I felt the thing about how No Way Home uses a lot of uh, at least the two Spider Men like yeah. Toby and Andrew, like yeah, I kind of I guess I agree like. Uh, Toby is the more experienced. He's uh, he's been through a lot more. Like he's kind of just, you know, helps the other two out a bit. And I feel like if anything, uh, uh, Andrew Spider Man um, is given a bit more emotional stuff because yeah, his trilogy he didn't get his like ending trilogy right. He only got his two movies and then he got canned, right? Um, so he gets a little bit more emotional beats, right? He saves MJ, which is like him essentially redeeming himself from, for saving, for not being able to save Gwen, you know, all these sort of things. And yeah, you have like, you know, the, the conversations they have, they're just like, yeah, you know, we're, we're bonding, you know? Yeah. Kind of things here. Yeah. It is just kind of like, oh, it's just another like Batman kind of thing. Like we don't get much of a... Michael Keaton like reminiscing about his times as being Batman because um, he is kind of, he does you know say in the story like yeah I haven't been doing Batman stuff for a while you know people don't really need me anymore kind of thing like that could have been I feel like it could have been kind of an interesting thing but like yeah but people remember you though that you like you used to be like this cool guy and now you know yeah this this and that you know and it's like. There's not really much of that. It's just, yeah, uh, I was Batman. And uh, what's that? You need me to help you again? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll don the suit, I guess. You know? And then I'll say one or two lines that people really like that I said back in the, the first movie. You know? It kind of sucks, too, because I feel like it would have been kind of neat to see, like... Because I feel like the Bat Cave in this movie is doesn't feel like the Bat Cave of the, like, the original. I don't no, know. That's it doesn't. Me. Um... Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, I guess to talk about, like, I guess the other character that is kind of, like, in this movie that's sort of, like, different, uh, you know, Supergirl. Um, oh, Kara. You, you are so cool. I don't, I, I it is great to see Supergirl again in the silver screen. When I'm a lot, when I actually see her in the silver screen, not the one that I, that was way back in, like, what, the 80s? Yeah, I mean, it's her, yeah, yeah, it's like the first Supergirl, like, in a movie, and like, yeah, since the 80s, since her, like, the first, like, the Supergirl movie back in the day. Uh, yeah, and it, it's kind of sad that she isn't really that utilized much. Like, she, she's really only there to, like, serve, like, a plot point, more or less. You know, and also to be the twist of, like, we need to get Superman. What? Superman's not here, but we have Supergirl? Sure. And that's really about it. Um, I think she's fine. There's probably... It feels like there probably was a version of this movie that had her a bit more in this. Yeah. Personally. Because she only shows up towards the halfway mark, I think. Mm-hmm. Or close to the... To nearing the, the last third. Yeah, and uh, you know, she, yeah, she, she gets into the big fights and stuff because yeah, yeah, because you need the, the the Supergirl, and she's not terrible. It's just that she's kind of just there at the time. Yeah, and it's kind of it kind of sucks because especially because I'm pretty sure there was like, uh, 
was it like an old trailer that was like, yeah. hey, this is all the DC movies coming out kind of thing. Remember? And there's like a whole, there was a moment where it's like the three, those three characters, the two berries and Supergirl kind of lined up. Yeah. And that shot's not in the movie, mm-hmm. which is why I say like maybe Supergirl did have a bit more lines and like bits of bonding with the rest of the team, but it's more just like, yeah, all right, I'll help you guys out, you know? Uh, but yeah, uh, like I said, Supergirl is just kind of underutilized, which is kind of sad. Really like to see more of her. Uh, who knows? Maybe in the next iteration of the DC Universe, we will probably get that. Well, James Gunn is making another, uh, Supergirl movie. So, we'll get that. We'll get that. Hmm. So, but yeah, it's, it's... Uh, it's also kind of weird how it ends with her. I'm not gonna go that deep into it, but it's like... Man, do we do I have to watch this over and over again? Like I get the point. I get it. I don't I'm just I don't I don't need to watch this all over again. Uh but yeah, you'll you'll see. Um Zod is alright, he's just kind of there. There's an actual villain, but like the, there's nothing the it, the villain doesn't really do much, I guess. It's more of like they set Barry on this path. And they're kind of just, it's not until the end where you're like, ah, yes, I've, uh, you know, I've set you on this path, Barry, and this is the, uh, conclusion of our, uh, you know, of this whole thing. And yeah, I mean, I guess, um, it just kind of weird. I, I, I it's a consequence of, I think, adapting the Flashpoint storyline because, it's a very dense, well, not that dense, but like a lot of, there's a lot of stuff in there that, you know, you have to work around, especially when you're making a, essentially a universal reset movie and you barely have a universe to reset. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just, it, to make this, your movie, just this event of like, yeah, we're just going to reset the, the, the universe kind of thing. When most of the times that doesn't really need to be done. <laughs> no. You just you just say, yeah, we're just making a new film franchise. It's not connected to the other ones. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, um, but I don't know. They saw an opportunity to adapt the Flashpoint storyline and they took it and it, it was a, it was a decent effort. You know? it, was, it was pretty weak, dude. <laughs> it, it, like, like. As it's weak in the same way as I feel people fee- say uh, the adaptation of the God Butcher storyline and like the Almighty Thor uh, is in Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. but I feel like at least in Love and Thunder they at least tried to be somewhat close to like what the theme is with with those books, right? Yeah, because in in Jane Foster's Thor, right, it's all about her like. Proving to the gods that like she can do this. It's also her trying to overcome her her ailment of having cancer, and you get some of that. And it's kind of like the whole point of her, like why she wants to fight. You know, she doesn't want to feel weak. She doesn't want to seem weak. She wants to be part of the you know you know show that she can still you know mm. do something. And and like in Thor, the Thor side of the God Butcher storyline is like. Gore kind of just eventually coming to hate the gods because it's like, oh, you're all got you're all power for gods and you can do stuff, but you choose not to. So screw you. But then meets Thor, who's like willing to give it 
give all that up for the person he loves who is this weak you know not weak but like this dying human something someone he loves and he relates to that because that's similar to what happened to him and his daughter there's there's levels of like still kind of feeling that you know capturing that feel of the book right here i don't get that if i'm being honest it it, it feels like it, you just kind of slapped it in there for me yeah, I know. I I definitely get where you're coming from. Like it do, it does, like it does feel a little bit of a, uh, you're, and I think that's sort of the point of where I come from. Where it's like, like, why did this? Like, it's very clear that outside sources made this into a flashpoint movie. Yeah, and you kind of feel that, you know. Like, for me, I think there's still elements of like stuff where it's like it tries to have this message of like. Yeah, there's just some things you can't change or, like... Yeah. More so of, like, the past is what makes you who you are today. And if you try to change the past, you won't be you anymore kind of thing, right? Yeah. Or, like, our lives shape who we are. And to try to change that is just, you know, bad. Yeah, no, I I get that. And I feel like that's what, you know, the, the whole point of the movie is. But if I'm being honest, I, I, I feel like it, it, it kind of lacked in the execution. Um, obviously, this is a multiversal story. Um, aspects of the multiverse are shown, and I'm just going to let you say that. It's pretty uh, bland. Um, there are other like references to other things, and you're kind of just like... Oh, it feels a bit rushed, a bit bland, and you're kind of just like, why is this a thing? And also, why does it feel like you could have gone more? But also, why does it feel like I didn't want more? You know? <laughs> like, yeah. There, there could have been a bit more in here, but knowing what you've shown me so far here, I don't think I want more. <laughs> um, but yeah, like... there, There was a moment... And, like, I got spoiled by this scene, right, of the multiverse. It's, it's made its run on Twitter, so you probably already know what I'm talking about. I've seen it, and I was like, oh, God, I hope this is fake. I really hope this is fake. And when I saw it happening, I immediately turned to you, and the first thing I saw was a look of disgust. I mean, you know, there's some certain CG faces, and I'm just like, ugh, ugh. Why he's still alive? Why couldn't you get him in an actual suit? Ah, <laughs> oh, God! Like, even if it was like, if it looked good, would you still be okay with it scene? I don't know. I I think I understand why people uh, what people saw when they watched Rogue One and they saw General Tarkin and uh, Leia, yeah. you know, being reconstituted. You know, and it's just like, to be fair, in those movies, I, I feel like. It didn't look that bad. Like, the Leia de-aging effect didn't look bad to me at all, honestly. Um, but I understand why people didn't like General Tarkin, because he, he does look a little weird. And I think, as a whole, it's a whole co- um, cosm of, like, yeah, the CG's just not there, man. Like, I know we people have been dunking on, like, Marvel movies for having not great CG over the past couple, like, movies. But this one is just, like... Like, I would have said... Uh, this looks like a bad video game, but I feel like that's a, uh, a disservice to video games. <laughs> Jesus. You yep. could argue, uh, you know, like, I, I think I was, like, uh, saying, like, 
Like, man, this is like... You know, like, I, I don't know. It's just like, it's not like a... It's like an old PS3 game with some of these uh, uh, CG uh, sequences, you know? Yeah. I'm just like, ugh. Injustice looks better than this. Yeah. Injustice 1 looks better than this. <laughs> I was like, I was saying, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah... Uh, but you know when you see you know. But I think that's about as much as I can say about this movie. Um, but yeah, I think your statement of I want it more, but I don't want more is very adamant with this movie. Yeah, well, yeah, like I wanted more, but if you're gonna deliver it like this, I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess right now we can give our ratings, Jerry. What what is your rating for this movie? Be honest. I am honestly probably going to give this like a 6 out of 10. Yeah. Like, there are elements that I think I like. I liked about it. Um, there are action sequences that I think are solid. Although, like, I think the first opening one where he's like saving people at a hospital is just... There's just some stuff where it's like, oh, this is just... I, I think I was like watching it and I was like, this is silly. But not in a good way. Not in a fun flash way. It's just like this is just contrived and it's bizarre. It, there, there were a lot of scenes that I looked at you and you were like, "You could have cut this down. You could have cut this." And yeah, so- there's some comedy bits that some of them are like, "Okay, that's kind of funny," and the other ones are like, "This is just too long. I don't understand." You could easily just cut this joke to like a one-two line thing. You know, like there's a certain moment like where we talk about where it's like, yeah. "Oh yes, Barry realizes." He, the universe is different because he can't find certain people and they have a whole joke about like, you know, it's just, it's like this joke that happens. I think in a lot of like time travel movies or whatever, where it's like, Hey, that person who's an actor is playing a movie that they're not supposed to be in. Right. Do you remember the whole Kazam Shazam thing? Yeah. Sit with Sinbad and, uh, what's, uh, Shaquille. Yeah. Where people think, uh, you know, the Mandela effect kind of thing where like people think there was a movie called, uh, Shazam starring Shaquille O'Neal, or whatever. no, it's the other one. Oh no, it's Kazam starring uh, Sinbad. But there is a movie called no, no, it was Shazam starring Sinbad. But there was a movie called Kazam starring Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, and people they are swear to God or whatever. Like no, there was a movie with Sinbad as a genie. Think <laughs> of that joke, but done to to like death. Yeah. You know, where the thing is, the joke could have easily have, like, landed perfectly if, uh, you know, any of these characters realize that they have phones or computers that they can look stuff up on, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, like like I said, there is certain action sequences that look good. Other ones that are like, that just looks like a poorly rendered video game um, and not even a good one. And then there's some jokes that are like, okay, that's kind of funny. To other ones that are like, please, for the love of God, cut this down. I don't need this to be that long of a joke. We get the joke, all right? Yeah. And there's moments where like, you know, okay, I get that. That that I feel a bit of the emotional weight there. And the other ones were like, I, I don't know. That just doesn't feel like it has that much emotion. Like I felt more emotion watching uh, the ending to like Guardians of the Galaxy three, and it feels like this should have as equal weight of an emotion. But it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm with you. I'm giving this a six. I I did not in, 
it's not that I did not enjoy it. There were moments where I'm like, okay, that's fun. Okay, that's cool. Um, there was like one joke that made me go like, ha, that's a really good one. I like that. Uh, but there was a lot of times where I'm just, I just felt like I was just like, like straggling, dude. Like I was just, I was like, are, are we done yet? Is this, okay, we're still going. All right. Uh, okay. Um, it, it, I don't know. It's just something about the way this, uh, film is, is scripted that made me feel really bothered by it. And again, I think it's just cause it's been in development for 10 years and a lot of times when you hear it's developing 10 years is either a good thing or a bad thing, you know? It doesn't matter if it's a movie or a video game because, like, they're... It, it, you, know, you know it had a lot of difficulty in development and you can't escape that fact. Um, but it, 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 even so, it feels it's still, it just needed more time or just needed a better, you know, script. Uh, because I feel like Flash deserves a good movie and this is not it. And Jesus Christ, man, it's bad. It's not. It's not it. I I really want it. I like like I said, I wanted more. But if this is what you're giving me, I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. Um. It is kind of interesting of uh that yeah you know the movie does go with full on like a like yeah we know that this is gonna be sort of like the last of like yeah the DCEU as they, they originally called it and then. I do know. I think James Gunn came out recently saying that Blue Beetle will be kind of the first, like the first one yeah. of the new DC universe. Uh, but I don't know where that puts Aquaman <laughs> at this point. Aquaman no. two, like, like, could it also be, or is it also like, will it be like the last like DC movie that was you know part of the you know Zack Snyder and then later Jeff Johns and all these other people's visions and shit, you know. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll see. At least we know there's someone uh, competent holding the selling the sales right now. And you selling, the, you know, taking the helm on on the DC movie fronts, yeah. right? Uh, but yeah, hopefully, you know, whatever James Gunn does is cool and unique and all that other stuff. But as for right now, uh, the Flash, uh, yeah, it it's honestly kind of mid, you know. And, it's very mid. You know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like. a lot of those uh, early screening like reviews of it oh my god this is like the most this This is is the new dark knight you know like this is what superhero movies are all about and it's just like I don't know what were you watching I, I like I know people have thought that there's a conspiracy that Disney buys out reviews to make Marvel movies look good which is not true at all um, by the way, if anyone believes that, but this, like all those early test screening reviews now made me think, I think DC was just sort of giving money, people money. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. We, we lost Batgirl for this. We, you're not wrong. I mean, Batgirl could have been bad too, but like, at, at least we would, we would have known. Yeah. Now, now we, we will never know if Batgirl was good or not. Yeah. But like, jeez. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, if you guys enjoyed what you heard, be sure to follow us on all social media, all social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're most active on Instagram. And there you'll find a link to all podcasts. We're officially part of, part of like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora. And we have a link to the YouTube for you. Other listeners out there who want to put a face to the voice, um, be sure to like and subscribe on there. Hit the bell icon. And you do have a Patreon for any support. And yeah, 
that's uh, been our thoughts on the Flash. Um, let's hope Blue Beetles be way better. I need Blue Beetle to be good. I'll say this: at least I had more fun watching the Flash than a Black Adam. That's fair. Jesus. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, guys, have a good one. Yeah, you have a good time. Peace.